Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Freedom Wire, your number one source for patriotic truth. Sean Ambrosino here today, along with Connor and Grace. We are going to talk about the rise of a medical authoritarianism starting in Australia, and it seems to be worming its way across the pond towards the United States uh, as Biden is set to announce all kinds of fun things to battle this pandemic. But before we get into the conversation, do us a favor, like this video, share this video, comment on this video. Do you think we should have our freedoms taken away for a little bit of temporary safety, a la Ben Franklin? Let us know. Comment below. Also, if you could, please uh, subscribe to the channel and hit that notifications bell. That way you'll know every time a new episode is up. Also, if you're not a member of Freedom Wire, real easy to do. Click the link on the bottom right-hand side of the screen. We'll start sending stories that are important to conservatives like you, like us. You probably won't read anywhere else. All right, guys. So what, what happened to freedom is what I want to know. I, I, you know, we knew Australia wasn't right and that wasn't all right when they were very quick to give up their arms after a mass shooting in 1996. And so they disarmed the public of Australia. And now the government is imposing some of the strictest lockdown restrictions on the citizens of some of the largest cities, not so much some of the outskirts out in the outback and things like that. But in the larger cities, there are extreme COVID restrictions, including not going outside without your mask. Also, if you are caught five kilometers outside of your safe zone, you can and will be arrested and put into what looks like a gulag. Yeah, Australia is like Michigan on steroids. If we thought Gretchen Whitmer was bad, I mean, Australia has easily topped that every single day in the past three months. And I think it's good that Australians are trying to rise up against the government and show it through mass demonstrations that they don't support this and they don't want to be part of this new world order, as they're now saying. And they're fighting, they're fighting back. So we'll see if it all goes through and we'll see what happens with the government. But I think it's always important to remember that these countries around the world don't have freedom guaranteed to them. Although the West and uh, countries like Australia have typically been more pro-freedom, that's not guaranteed to them. They don't have a constitution like ours that's a written agreement between the people and the government that they will guarantee that we have privacy, liberty, gun rights, and all of that. So in those countries, unfortunately, they are subject to authoritarian control way more than we are. So um, it's really sad that what we're seeing over there, but I'm thankful that I love the United States. Yeah, you know, big shocker here that the country slash continent that doubled as a prison colony wouldn't be an ideal place to live right now. Uh, we are seeing them try to transition the entire continent back into a prison colony. Like Sean said, they have what are essentially concentration camps. Let's not sugarcoat it here. They're calling them, you know, quarantine safe zones, quarantine camps. They have rows upon rows of identical metal, metal huts set up where police patrol and force people to stay inside while they're quarantined. 
I don't know what you'd call that other than gulag, concentration camp, any of the worst things that have happened all kind of look a lot like that. So it's a little shocking to see. What's worse is the way it's slowly making its way over here. We are now seeing that Australia, New Zealand, Europe to a lesser extent, they have all been testing grounds for all of these new policies, all these government crackdowns. And apparently the American left likes it so much that they want to start duplicating it. Like Sean hinted at earlier, later today, Biden will be coming out and making a statement that might potentially put all of the Australia stuff to shame. So we'll see where it goes from there. But you have to stop and wonder why it's all happening. Why have they rolled out gulags and concentration camps and rebranded them as public health measures? Why are they threatening unvaccinated people? Why are they pushing for vaccine passports and all these things? And like Grace mentioned a moment ago, it's because of a push for a new world order. Remember back when they called the Great Reset a conspiracy theory, that this whole idea that the government of the world was going to push for some grand overhaul of how we do things because of COVID. They said we were insane for thinking that. Turns out it was true. And the reason we're talking about New World Order is because we just got this clip out of Australia of a public health official who is saying that contact tracing is going to work in the New World Order. Here's a clip of that. Um, we will be looking at what contact tracing looks like in the New World Order. And yes, it will be pubs and clubs and other things if we have a positive case there. Our response may be differently, different if we know that people are fully vaccinated. So we're working through a number of those um, issues, but we will have to reflect and learn. So yeah, you see what we're talking about here. Uh, they're saying the quiet part out loud now. They are suddenly not afraid to roll out gulags and concentration camps and social tracking programs because this has always been the goal. They might not have planned for COVID, but they certainly planned for something and they are absolutely taking advantage of it. Well, that that what's worrisome, it, it, you know, what's funny is, is I have an Australian friend and we were talking about this the other day. He's, he was telling me how disappointed he is in his country and, and in the government uh, in some of those, dis, uh, what are they called? I don't, areas that are- uh, States. What? States. States in, in, in Australia. Um, I was telling him, you know, it's funny is I always looked at Australia as like Americans, America's cousin. Uh, like we were founded on rebels. America was founded on rebels. Technically, so is Australia because there's no more, no bigger rebel than than criminals. So, like, like you would think there would be some kind of rebellious, um, you know, pushback, just simply in the DNA of the country, and it does not seem to be as strong as America's pushback against these. You know, I mean that medically medical authoritarianism i mean that's what it is authoritarianism based on medical decisions that you may or may not need for a virus that is over 99% survivability rate makes zero sense well However, to be fair there, there have been pushbacks in australia right there, there have no, been no. big civil, civilian demonstrations but like you mentioned earlier, what we're seeing is the consequence of a completely 
disarmed society where the government is now powerful enough to uh, baton protesters, deploy rubber bullets and tear gas, pepper spray 12 year olds for not wearing masks. These are all things that we've seen. It gets worse than that. We're now seeing people essentially getting the equivalent of the Australian Baker Act where they are confined against their will for medical evaluation based on public statements and postings questioning the government's COVID narrative. These are all confirmed things we're seeing. So there are people in the streets, there are demonstrations. One of my favorite moments of the last month was watching a video out of Australia. There's a large uh, protest going on at the border of, I, I, I think it's, it's based on city line division, like you can't cross out of city lines. So large crowd was gathered at the city line to protest and the crowd departs and this man comes through riding bareback on a white horse saying, cross over, cross over, they can't arrest all of us. Then with fist raised, he charges across and leads a group of people with him. So I think we may have actually seen the ghost of William Wallace pop up in Australia briefly, but tragically, this is what happens when there are no weapons. There are no armed civilians. There's no threat against government tyranny. It's just a disarmed society that becomes a compliant society. What I mean about pushback, though, is is what I'm afraid is going to happen here. There is pushback, obviously, uh, by a certain segment of society. I mean pushback by the entire country. I mean a unified pushback. Um, if vaccines became mandated here in America, I would love to believe that that both sides would unite and say, no, this is not right. This is unconstitutional. This goes against our freedom making us take something that, that we don't deem necessary. But I don't think that would happen. I think it would still, our, our country would still be split along those party lines as far as who should be vaccinated or you know, what should be happened, what should happen to those that have a vaccine and what shouldn't happen to those that have a vaccine. Um, I just finished an article that I'll be sending off to Connor in a few minutes about Howard Stern wishing death upon the unvaccinated literally wishing death saying that if you do not get vaccinated you should not be eligible for medical treatment and it is a rising sentiment across the left yeah it, it's shocking how quickly the healthcare as a human right crowd have suddenly shifted to denying unvaccinated people medical attention they wish death and destruction and horrible things on every person who challenges their narrative. You just saw with uh, Joe Rogan, when he got sick, he started taking ivermectin and got better in record time. Now, whether it's the drug that was helping or the fact that he is a physically fit person outside of the at-risk age range for the disease, probably a combination of the two, probably just an overall healthy lifestyle. But people wanted him dead. People were hoping that ivermectin would kill him. People were hoping that the disease would kill him to prove a point. But as it turns out, people who aren't massively overweight and don't have underlying health conditions and aren't elderly or at risk in a variety of other ways will typically be able to get better. But that challenges everything they were hoping for. So they wish death on them. And this, this is the tolerant left for you. They want 
everyone who doesn't agree with them to die in the streets so they can walk over their bodies and point at them and laugh. Look at the kind of gotcha journalism that's been happening for the last six to eight months. Every time someone who has ever made a statement against the vaccine dies, we get media headlines for no reason other than to point out the fact that an anti-vax person died. They think it's funny because it works for them and they delight in it. These are the sick kinds of people we're dealing with who at the same time try to claim that you know they're, they're very tolerant, they're very open-minded, they support all lifestyles. Unless of course your lifestyle happens to consist of ideas that disagree with them, in which case they want you exterminated. Yeah, and of course, there's, a, there's so much to say about this. And one thing that I want to go back to is the guns. You know, we've, I think it's kind of fitting that today the Biden White House has announced that they're going to withdraw their nomination for the ATF. David Chipman, who is a known super progressive gun control advocate, and he doesn't believe in Second Amendment rights. He thinks the only time you should ever pull out a gun is that there's like a zombie apocalypse happening. So they're withdrawing him today, and Texas just passed like the first uh, enforceable state or sorry statewide permitless carry law. So people aren't giving up their guns. And if you'll remember, uh, you know, as soon as something like Australia starts to happen here in Michigan, a group of people tries to kidnap the governor. So I mean, I'm not condoning their behavior, but I'm saying that people here aren't going to take it. They're not going to just allow this tyranny to go on. And then once it starts to go on too long, like it did in Michigan, people start to fight back. And I think that's exactly what will happen here. The only reason Australians can't do it is like you said, Connor, because they are have their guns stripped away. They don't have any force of power against the government. So there's so much going on, but I'm glad that here in America, we will be able to retain our rights. I'm confident that we will. You, you just brought up topics for like four other podcasts in one statement. Right? I wanted to say it before. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, there, there's, there's a lot going on right now. Um, but you know, like we said, Chipman was stripped of his, his appointment or his, his nomination. Remember, this is the guy who during early hearings was asked to define an assault rifle and could not. So that was, that was a good thing that he's no longer going to be head of the ATF, you know, like, uh, like you find on t-shirts, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, everything's so great that the government had to regulate it. So less regulation on that is the American way, I think. But, oh, I also want to bring up, yeah. sorry, sorry to cut you no, off. No, go ahead, go ahead. On September 18th, there's going to be a very special rally happening in Washington, D.C. Have you guys heard about this? No. Oath Keepers and Proud Boys are playing to come to Washington, D.C., about 500 or 2,000 of them in a rally against all the tyranny of the Biden administration that's been happening. So watch out for that. Um, I think that's part of that. That's just one instance that's going to happen across the United States if Joe Biden plans to ramp up vaccine mandates and passports and restrictions, especially on unvaccinated people like he's planning to do today. So yeah, that's, that's a little, might, might be a little concerning, definitely a situation to keep an eye on, but it's no more or less concerning than what the Biden administration is doing. So we're, we're living in a time of extremes right now. We'll, we'll have to keep watch on that. We will report on that as it happens, bring you all the, all the stuff you need to know at home about it, because that seems like it might end up being significant. 
but yeah as we were talking before before we went live on this if biden makes these changes that uh we feel he's coming with uh what jen saki kind of hinted at with her statements that it will impact the lives of the unvaccinated i would expect and i would hope that there would be litigation brought immediately towards this these decrees that whatever biden does um at some point there needs to be there needs to be an accountability in through the actual system through the the court of laws um there needs to be a way that we can limit them seeing as how far they have come or have gone now that they control two-thirds well actually you know they have two-thirds of, of of the government the only thing they don't control at the moment is the supreme court so it's it's very scary just how much stuff they are willing to push through and 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 i'm afraid that they still like that not one of them has has ever listened to any logic from any of our founding fathers as to why these steps that they want to take to protect us are wrong yeah i, I hope that if this gets to well it, the supreme court has already commented on it and they already said that it's essentially okay for private businesses to do vaccine mandates but private businesses are much different than the federal government for example private businesses can discriminate against religious views if you're if you're a catholic school you don't have to abide by certain rules or whatever um i would hope that it would be the same thing with vaccine mandates so because then they're discriminating obviously against unvaccinated people and i understand that vaccination and, and medical tyranny isn't exactly an explicit right it's certainly not under the civil rights so that's the ground i think that we're coming to and i hope that the courts side with freedom and conservatives on this but i'm not super confident based off what we saw in the 2020 election uh even though voter fraud cases were brought to dozens and possibly hundreds of courts across the country. They all caved to the left. Why threats? Uh, people's kids were being killed. If you, I don't know if you, people remember all this. This is, this is stuff that we should be talking about still because it's still unbelievable what happened in 2020. But just to use that as an example, I'm not sure that the courts will be able to stand up against the Biden administration and the left if that's what it comes to. Yeah, it, it's very concerning that so far courts haven't been willing to fight it or more importantly people haven't been willing to fight it in the courts like no one's really even bringing it up but to take things away from australia and apply it here we just saw a few weeks ago there was a mother in chicago who had her parental rights stripped during a custody hearing because the judge found out she was unvaccinated and deemed her an unsafe parent to be around the child really no other mitigating factors there just wasn't vaccinated so it was determined that she was not a capable parent and lost custody of her son we're seeing it happen in a variety of other places there are judges mandating vaccination for bail and bond agreements if people are set to be paroled they have to get vaccinated before they're allowed out of prison or else they have to stay there so we're already seeing not only the courts not ruling on it, but the courts actively ruling against freedom 
in favor of medical tyranny. And as for the private business thing, we're kind of going to have to recognize that's a bit of a two-edged sword here, because if you want to have private businesses free to support whatever they want, then you are going to have to recognize that some private businesses are going to mandate vaccines, and that's just something we'll have to live with. But what's not acceptable is for them to crack down even harder on unvaccinated employees and customers and have all these various double standards. For example, Delta Airlines charging their employees who are unvaccinated an extra $200 per pay period for insurance because insurance companies will have different rates for unvaccinated people now. This is where we get into the, the system is conspiring to make it more difficult for vaccinated people. And to circle back, pun intended, on something Sean mentioned earlier, uh, we just had Jen Psaki, who was addressing some of Biden's new mandates. And she basically said that the impact of these mandates is going to be determined by whether you're vaccinated or not. And here, take a look at that. And then we'll actually tell you what she's saying if you read between the lines here. Those new steps influence uh, the average American's day-to-day -day life. Should we expect any new mitigation recommendations, as an example? It depends on if you're vaccinated or not. So, Go ahead. So possible that there's something new. There are there are six new there are six steps the president's announcing. There will be new components, as I noted, and you noted. Uh, some of that will be related to access to testing. Some will be related to uh, mandates. Uh, some will be related to how we ensure kids are protected in schools. And we'll have more. We'll preview more tomorrow as all the pieces are finalized. But there will be new components um, that sure will of course impact people across the country. But we're also all working together to get the uh, the virus under control to return to our, our normal lives. And uh, I know many people, I'm sure, are looking forward to hearing what the president has to say. So, Sean, you just wrote an article on that for us. Why don't you uh, give us a quick breakdown on what she's actually saying with that response? What she's actually saying is that there are changes coming that will impact the unvaccinated and it will make things difficult for them to operate in a free American society. Whether that's going to be travel restrictions, uh, work restrictions, if not what you can and can't buy restrictions, we don't know. But what we know is that there are there is going to be a literal line drawn in the sand that whether you are or are not vaccinated, what you can and cannot do. And this literally harkens back to Nazi Germany and what they allowed the Jews to do and what they allowed the Jews not to do based on their religious and ethnic backgrounds. It's terrible. It's, it should be something that alarms every American because this is, this is how freedom dies. And anytime a government removes freedoms, it does not give them back. It's just the way it goes. And the fact that this is happening, I am surprised that there are not more people in the streets ready to rip down you know the the gate of the white house and and run biden and company out on a rail and institute a government that is in more in line with what the founding fathers want which is freedom first safety comes second well i can only hope that this becomes an issue that was just like alcohol or marijuana in our past 
Um, both of those things were technically illegal, even under federal law, and people still did them. They found underground ways to do things. And I think that's what's going to happen if they implement some kind of nationwide vaccine mandate. Obviously, they're doing it for federal workers, but that's not the whole country. Um, so even if they did it for the whole country, and it, like New York is doing now with the vaccine passport, there's always going to be an underground market for people who want to be unvaccinated and visit restaurants. There's going to be, it's going to become a whole industry, and in ten years, reports are going to come out. Uh, black market vaccine manufacturer or vaccine passport manufacturers made X amount of money this year. Maybe if we just lifted the vaccine mandate, we could be pulling it, you know, the whole thing like they did with marijuana and alcohol. I can only hope that's the best case scenario if they do some kind of national mandate. Um, but we'll see what happens. I'm, I still have faith in people. Well, with that, that clip from Saki that we just played, what you're seeing is not that they're about to make a nationwide top-down mandate, but rather the federal government is setting an example, establishing a precedent for, we are okay to mandate that all federal employees must have a vaccine. And if you notice, part of what Biden is set to announce tonight is an executive order that will make it so that they must be vaccinated and there are no exemptions for frequent testing or remote work or anything. It's if you're employed by the government or you're a contractor, you have to be vaccinated or else you no longer work with the government. And we've seen that already start where they are trying to set an example. So even if there's no decree from the White House itself that says all citizens of the U.S. must be vaccinated, they are laying the groundwork for there to be individual pressures from employers, state governments, basically every other facet of society, because what Saki was saying there was we want to use pressure to make it where you cannot live as unvaccinated. And we are already starting to see the shift towards every time something goes wrong, blame it on the unvaccinated. Every time numbers go up, anytime even vaccinated people start getting sick, it's because of the unvaccinated. It's because of those anti-maskers. It's because of those deranged Trump supporters who wouldn't trust the vaccines, even though it turns out it's mostly minority communities who are most skeptical of everything they're rolling out. But it is, like we mentioned with the New World Order thing from Australia, this is the goal. This is the Great Reset. They want everyone on their same page, and anyone who's not is going to be deemed a second-class citizen. It, it's the same basic framework of every single atrocity and genocide that has been perpetrated throughout human history. There, there's a list of 10 points, I think we've all seen it on social media, where it, it spells out the steps that get you to an atrocity. And because it's a long list, I won't go into them here, but we'll try to have them linked down below because we are on that list. We're a few steps in at this point. And I'm not saying that this even remotely compares to what happened under the Nazis, but you can see where the road leads. That's the perfect historic example of where this will go if nobody does anything. But right now the left is more than happy to sit back and not do anything because it's working for them. They hate all the unvaccinated people. They hate people who they think are in the unvaxxed groups, which is, like I said, they think it's all deranged Trump supporters and backwoods militia people. It's not, but that's who they think they're getting rid of. So they're more than happy to go with it. But just like 
what happened during World War II. There's that famous quote, when they came for the Jews, I said nothing. When they came for the gypsies, I said nothing. When they came for all these groups, I was silent. Then when they came for me, there was no one left to speak. That's happening here. Did you say nothing when they came for the unvaccinated? Did they say nothing when they cracked down on homeschoolers for having racist homeschooling pods while they were trying to educate their kids? Did you say nothing when they targeted all these other groups? Well, then you're gonna find yourself alone and this will one day come for you because that's how government works. <laughs> that's why we need that unified thing of everybody across the aisle get together and push back and say enough is enough. Yeah, I mean, there needs to be, there needs to, uh, again, we, we need a little bit more unity there. And I don't think that's going to happen. I know Grace said she has hope in people and, and, you know, I used to be there, but I just don't, I don't have it anymore. Just because the pe people seem to be see, very, e it's very easy for people to dehumanize those they, they disagree with now. You, you, it's, they look, and which again, it harkens back to Nazi Germany. It's the same steps that have been taken. Very, very similar, very small. It's like very small steps. And, you know, and this time, instead of being, it, we say it's a, it's, a, it's a war between the vaccinated and unvaccinated, but that's not what it is. That's, that's, that's because we're not anti, I'm not anti-vax. I am glad that my 91-year-old grandmother was able to get the vaccine to pr help protect her, as should anybody who it falls into that range of people that need protected. But don't, don't make any bones about it. This isn't about vaccinated and unvaccinated. It's about liberal and conservative. And the liberals are finding a way to try to stamp out conservatives because they know they could not do so by force. That, that, that is... That by their very nature, they are, for the most part, cowards and weak people. And I will say that until the day I die. It may be an unpopular opinion, but science seems to agree with me. Men that, that agree with socialism and liberalism tend to be smaller and weaker. But, uh, you know, they want this world to be formed in their image. And it just does not seem to sit well with me or many other conservatives it shouldn't be it shouldn't be conformed to anybody's images but god's own image nobody should have power over other people it's power over yourself and the fact that they want to implement that power over others is just it's frightening it really is frightening that we've gotten to this point and this right here like i said has always been the goal of the people in power. When we talk about globalists and new world order stuff, it tends to conjure up imagery of crazy conspiracy nuts wearing tinfoil hats and uh, ranting about shadowy cabals of hooded figures who get together and perform dark magic rituals to control society. That's not what we're talking about. We know all the people who are involved in this. They are not hidden. They are not shy about it. They are not attempting to cover it up. It is consolidating power by a select group of people, and they are not doing it for sinister reasons or what they think would be sinister reasons. They are doing it because they think it is what's best for the world. They think they are about to create a utopia 
and it merely lies on the other side of overcoming all these obstacles. So the problem is that you are one of those obstacles. If you are unvaccinated, if you question the COVID narrative, if you think that it's insane to put people in quarantine camps, if you don't want the government to strip you of your parental rights just because you won't get an experimental vaccine, you are part of the problem and they have no problem steamrolling you. That's what we're talking about. They're out in the open. We just played you clips of it. They're not shy about it. They think they're doing the right thing. And like we mentioned, you have to say enough is enough because there's only so much they can do when people won't listen to them. You have to acknowledge how ridiculous they are and push back, even if it means standing side by side with someone that you don't share political beliefs with. Because more importantly than it being about conservatism and liberalism, it's about freedom versus compliance. Are you gonna be free or are you going to fall in line? That's where we say enough is enough because whether you're a Republican or Democrat, you have to be free to make that choice. Otherwise, what's the point of any of this, you know? And that's a great point. Yeah, because, you know, it doesn't matter if someone is free to disagree with you as long as you're all free, because that means you're free to disagree with them too. And if you want our society to stay free, it's about time we started pushing back a little bit. And with Biden set to make that announcement tonight, that battle might get a little bit tougher here at home because it, like we said, might make Australia look sort of like a, a paradise for liberty when Biden's done. But, you, know what's, you, know, yeah. you know what's funny is tw- two different people I've, I've uh, you know, who I've argued with over social media has said, you're uh, one of two ways, but, but they've said these two things, but the, the point is obvious. One of them says, boy, you're a bit fanatical about the freedom and then the other guy, one of my, even, and then liberal Larry said, uh, you're beating that freedom drum a little hard. Yes, I am. <laughs> and I think every American should beat that drum as hard as possible. Freedom is what we were born to be. We are born to be free, to have the right to choose what we want to do as long as it doesn't harm another person. These people assume that we are harming other people by being vaccinated or by being unvaccinated. And that is not true. And and in my opinion, every American should be beating the freedom drum as loud as humanly possible because it is it's it's not a left versus right, but it should be freedom versus tyranny versus control. And there are too many Americans that are willing to give up their freedoms and control of their lives to a, 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 a another person simply so their life can be easier. So they don't have to think as much. It, it, it's, it's frightening how many liberals are fine giving up freedom. And as we wind to a close here, I think the best place to leave off is with the quote from esteemed philosopher Jean-Jacques Rousseau, man is born free and everywhere is in chains. That is what happens when government comes along and takes away your freedoms. You were born free, not because you're an American, not because you're a man or a woman, but merely because you exist. 
we believe in human rights, more importantly, believe in God-given rights. And everywhere there are people who would like nothing more than to take them away from you. But if you're like us here at Freedom Wire and you're one of the people who prioritizes that, who wants to make sure that that battle does not stop, that that battle does not go when we surrender to them, then be sure to do all the stuff Sean said at the top. Like, comment, subscribe. Make sure you hit the bell notifications button on the YouTube channel. Make sure you never miss an episode. Uh, subscribe to the website so you get all of our content. Never miss important updates like these because this is all stuff they don't want you hearing about. But we're here to tell it to you anyway. Guys, you got any closing thoughts for us here? Sean looking strong and patriotic there against the flag. Well, I was about, but the only thing I'm going to say is bang that freedom drum as, as loud and as long as you can. That is, <laughs> that is your duty as an American and as a, a free child of God. Yeah, about, about as good of a way to put it as any. So on that note, we will leave off here. Don't forget, head over to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere else you get your listening material. Get the audio-only version of this show. Take us with you on the go. And don't forget to share it with all your conservative and even liberal friends because we have bipartisan appeal here. Uh, so on that note, thank you, everybody. Stay safe. Stay free. God bless.